What's up, beer drinkers? How y'all doing this week? Are y'all doing well? So are we over here. We are getting stoned. We are celebrating. And you will see what I'm talking about later on in the show. We have a whole stone theme this episode. From the beer news to the cold brew list. And then in the Drunkest Shenanigans, I talk about a couple of Disney Plus movies that I watched. Eh, more or less watched this weekend (laughs) i was laughing at myself but um yes something uh outrageous did happen at the oscars we will talk about that Eh, maybe a little bit i think that's been talked to death but we will um probably touch upon it just a little bit on the next episode and i realized that this show is coming out on april fool's day april 1st but i couldn't really think of a a good april fool's joke for y'all so Eh, you know, why, why force it, right? Before we get to the show, we have to get to the plugs. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and untap search Cold Brew Podcast and friend us and we'll friend you back. All right, that's enough of me singing. Now it's time for some cold brew. your pre-recorded from cold brew studios i am greg he is sorcerer chromatic and we're here to talk about beer yes we are how you doing this week man i'm doing all right yeah you have a you have a good week overall yes okay good (laughs) very good i had a good week i had the week off so anytime you have the week off it's a good week yeah i uh well, I always did, like I said, uh, I always take uh, a week off between January and Memorial Day, January 1st and Memorial Day, because we have no paid holidays at work in that stretch, so I got to take something off. So usually I time it so it's uh, on my daughter's spring break, but um, I did it the week after this week. And uh, I had some fun, went out, saw some friends, and had some beer. So I uh, had a good time. Um, <laughs> but there's a couple things I want to get to. I'll get to it later on in the drunken shenanigans. Um, let's get to the beer, shall we? Sure. All right, so I have in front of me from our good friends down in Escondido, California. From Stone Brewing Company, I have Stone Hazy IPA. Now, this coincides with a beer news story I'm going to have in a little bit. And for those of you who keep your um, eyes to the... Uh, to the news to the beer news you'll know exactly what i'm talking about um anyway this uh, stone hazy ipa it's an amazingly hazy ipa 6.7 percent alcohol by volume and let's see here uh i'll re- I, I would read the back of the can but really it just it's a lot of fluff so i'll just get to the uh the good part the hops eldorado azaka and sabro so without further ado Pop off. What do you got? And also from our friends down in uh, Escondido, California, I have their uh, very well-known, almost flagship status slash cult status, Arrogant Bastard Ale. Very nice. So not a lot of info on the website. In fact, it's got its own website. Oh, really? Arrogant bastard. Yeah, it's arrogant Okay. <laughs> and it's uh, well, it's seven point two ABVs. I'm sorry, seven point two ABV. IBUs are classified. <laughs> That's a marketing ploy. Exactly. Let's see. It was released November seventh, uh, nineteen ninety-seven. It's available in 16-ounce six-pack can. Uh, want to enjoy drink fresh and I'm cool. Wow, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> what do you think is going to coddle you? Yeah, I know. And it, it, it goes into a long dissertation on the on the type of beer, but 
Uh, I don't know. What type of beer would you call this one? It's a, I've seen it classified as a strong ale. Really? Yep. Uh, okay. Because it's an ale. It's uh, got a lot of bitterness to it, but it's got a lot of malt backbone to it. So it's not like a West Coast, you know, danky IPA because of the malt. Oh, no. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean... Crazy enough, it, I don't think it falls in the IPA category. Yeah. Like everything else. Yep, that's why, um, I, that's why I say strong ale. And I, I've, I've seen it yeah. categorized as that before. I'm not making it up. No, I totally get that. In fact, um, okay, before we <laughs> lose interest on this. Yeah. Um, yeah, you, you mentioned uh, something about Stone coming up, so that's why we're featuring Stone. And... Um, this is one of the, to me, it's one of the OG, like, craft beers, uh, you know, that got some uh, some notoriety because of the name. Right. You know, in fact, too, uh, there was this old uh, YouTube uh, skit from mm-hmm. uh, College Humor that, that featured a lot of, uh, you know, obscure beer names. And, and I think this is where uh, that whole vein of uh, the unique, unique, edgy names came from, you know? Could be, yeah, because, I mean, if you look at the names before, it's like Sierra Nevada Pale Ale or Lagunitas IPA is pretty bland. Yeah, it's like the description of the names. And, uh, you know, I, I get it, too. There's probably some, some smaller companies out there that didn't uh, uh, hit as big or as soon as, as Stone did with this one. Right. So, you know, not, not to say it's the origin. I'm just saying this one really gave that whole concept a shot, you know. I think, yeah, there you go. That's a very good way to put it. I agree, 100%. Well, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, so my beer. So this is this is the latest in Stone, and I'm very surprised because Stone, like we just mentioned, is known for their really strong, danky West Coast IPAs, very bitter. Um, so going with Hazy... It took a while. They did. They were not. You could say they were not one of the the forerunners when it came to the hazy IPA style. But they came around because they're no dummies. They like to cash a check, and so they came out with this hazy IPA. It's really good. It's not my favorite hazy IPA. The the more I wouldn't. It's still craft. It's not a macro hazy, but it's still a mass produced hazy, and. My, my still my favorite hazy mass produced hazy has got to be a mind haze by Firestone Walker. Oh man, I fucking love that beer. Um, the single too, I you know I, I kind of warmed up to this, to the single IPA over the double IPA because I could drink more of it. You know I don't get all uh, drunk after two of them or buzzed after two of them and drunk drunk after three. Instead, I, I get a little buzzed after three and maybe drunk after five. But I've never had five in a row. <laughs> so I could drink it for a longer period of time. But yeah, those are my favorite mass-produced hazy IPAs. And this one's really good. This is not in the same vein. It's a little bit, I would say it's a, it's a, a shade down from that. But uh, it's still really good. Uh, you got a lot of citrus and uh, some tropical fruitiness. I'm not sure, sure exactly what the tropical fruitiness may be. Like, a, you know, like some papaya and guava. Definitely not mango, because I wouldn't know that right off the top of my head. So, it's uh, very good. And Did you of say course, mango? <laughs> that's, a, that's a different show, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, how's your... Uh, I know you've had it before, but, you know, as a more analytical uh, approach, how is your arrogant bastard? Um, you know, you, you hit it on the head. Uh, it's been a while since I had this beer. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it, and... Good. Revisiting it too is is uh, something I'm happy to do, just in general, let alone the show. So sipping on it, yeah, it, it's got like some multi notes similar to that, like of, of a red ale, mm-hmm. and it's got happy notes on it too. So it's got some balance going on, and it, it's it's got strong profiles on both ends right now. Okay, very nice. So we will rate to these. See how it opens up and gets yeah. down. Right, we will rate these later on Untapped. During our untapped portion of the show, just search Cold Brew Podcast and you can hear what we rate the beers before the show even comes out. Man, that's lucky you. <laughs> All right. But right now, it's I time. Agree, <laughs> you should. 
I envy them. I wish I had their ears so I could listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would, I would tune us off right away. I mean, like, what the hell are these guys talking about? All I right, <laughs> let's get to the beer news, shall we? Sure, if anyone's listening. <laughs> All right, so the first news, the first news, the first story I have on deck, uh, like I just kind of... Well, hey, family show. <laughs> deck, D-E-C-K. Oh, okay. um, is the Stone Brewing <laughs> Miller Coors lawsuit that was going on um, because of Keystone Light. I think it was Keystone Light, and they emphasize the stone part of Keystone and they thought they could get away with it, but they went to court. Stone took Miller Coors to court, and they ended up winning. Craft Beer Company Stone Brewing Company <laughs> <laughs> was awarded $56 million in damages by a San Diego jury in a federal trademark infringement case against beer conglomerate Miller Coors over its rebranded Keystone Light Economy Beer. The eight-person jury found Miller Coors' infringement wasn't willful. Uh, Stone Brewing, oh, uh, Stone Brewing attorney Noah Hagee confirmed the jury's holding and the damages amount. The Friday verdict caps off a years long—I think it was like four years long—a uh, battle over whether Miller Coors, which is known as Molson Coors, su- uh, used the craft brewery's trademark Stone logo to market its rebranded Keystone beer, causing consumer confusion. Miller Coors changed the design of his Keystone Light beer in 2017 to prominently display the word stone across the can, separating it from key, which was in smaller font. The separated words were used in other advertisements as well. So uh, what do you think of this uh, this ruling right now? The top of your head. I'm for it. I mean, I, I, I think it was the right call. I think it was an easy call. And, uh, yeah. you know, as far as, as far as the whole field and realm of... of uh, copyright and um you know it wasn't done uh like parody it, it was done as their new marketing and advertising for this beer this, and yeah. uh you know there's copyrights in place and stone legally was you know in their in their rights to, to put a put a stop to it and even uh claim damages uh to uh to that. you know it, it stone don't go to name it. And I don't want to be a hypocrite, too, because I know we've had some stories that, you know, kind of didn't put Stone in, in the best light and stuff like that. Right. However, this is, uh, to me, this is just the right versus wrong. And however anyone feels about Stone, uh, for what they did to, to establish themselves, their name, their brand, I mean, they did it just as well as anyone in this industry. So, yeah, they have the right to... to uh, to file and <laughs> thankfully win lawsuits like this. I mean, right. Like I said, yeah. it was, to me, it was a, it was a no-brainer. I, I totally agree. It's not like, uh, you know, there could be some confusion if you see the word stone, you'd be like, oh, stone made a light beer, a light lager. So I'm going to start buying that. If you, right. know, if you didn't know, maybe you, you bought one or two cans or one or two six-packs before you realize what's going on. So uh, there's there's that. So you're right. It is right versus wrong in... in <laughs> Molson Chorus, they tried, they tried, but they it is uh, they are still gonna angle for an appeal. So that fifty six million uh, may not hold up. Maybe it'll be a little bit less. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Maybe on the appeal, they say like, no, fuck you, you pay that. Right, and that's something that is kind of wiggled in. You know, when when you sue in damages and stuff, you, you know. You know, appeals is going to knock it down. However, mm-hmm. the fact that they won is, to me, is is the good thing. Right. Uh, for those of you who... And yeah, there's yeah. Like the whole legality of it, too. Because both of these companies were, were established, and like I said, it was a rebranding right. for, for, for Keystone. You know, now if it was two companies that were both startups and they both happened to overlap with that, that's a, oops, I didn't know you exist realm. And, and I, you know, I don't think... You know, there should be a. I don't want to say. 
I guess, you know, you still follow the copyright laws and whatnot, but, but yeah, crazy damages, <laughs> crazy damages like that shouldn't be just, uh, just wait on anyone. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I agree. And there was a, there was something like that here in Arizona. When I first moved here, there was a fate brewing and then there was a fate uh, brewing in Colorado. And so the fate brewing over here changed their name to Mc, McFate. Actually, there, there was some shenanigans there. Like his partner actually was somehow able to weasel him. The original guy, the original founder, he was able to weasel him out of the business. And so he took over and then they were able to get the fate name back. So um, it was because they, they got uh, they had a cease and desist from uh, fate brewing in Colorado the one over here in Arizona and they didn't want to go to trial or nothing. So they ended up changing. And then just a little while ago, a couple years ago, they opened up a front porch brewing over here and there was already a front porch, I believe like in Virginia or Carolina, they spell it different. I think the one over here is spelled P O U R C H, you know, like a pour of beer. And the one over there is spelled like regular porch P O R C H. And I thought there was going to be some, but they coexisted because I even pointed out one to the other on Instagram a while ago. And they both said, ah, now we're good. What the fuck? So, um, yeah, yeah, I guess like, like, like you said, if it's two up and comers and they don't mind, you know, sharing a, a similar name, then, you know, they're, they're going to let each other be because they're on separate ends of the company, but our country. But when you're as big as Coors is and you have this even bigger beer company trying to horn in on your trademark yeah you you got to do something but you said that wrong you said when you're as big as stone is right and there's an even you bigger meant to say, yeah yeah you meant to say when you're big yeah okay right. yeah and even bigger company comes and tries to steal your name then you know you have every right to protect yourself and luckily stone's got a big enough deep enough pockets where they can afford like a real lawyer not just uh uh, Lionel Hutt. Yeah, or Lionel <laughs> Hutt. <laughs> yeah. R.I.P. Phil Hartman. All right. So the next story I wanted to bring up, you sent it to me and I had seen this, uh, this story about this guy and I kind of read like a couple of the first paragraphs, but it didn't mention anything like uh, the headline that you sent it to me. So I had to look it up for myself. So what I'm getting at is there was this guy God, where is he from? He's in Switzerland. Researchers in Switzerland were, were able to outfit a man, a 36-year-old man who is suffering from ALS, very debilitating um, disease that Chromatic and I have firsthand knowledge of. Uh, well, secondhand knowledge. And they were able to put a chip in his brain so he can communicate because at this point, uh, all of his uh, bodily functions or all of his uh, movement has ceased, right? That's the good way yeah. to put it. He's paralyzed. And uh, so the first thing that he communicated with researchers in Switzerland after they implanted this uh, chip in his brain was, I want a beer. That's awesome. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what, what I would say, right? I don't know if he could drink a beer or if he could enjoy a beer because if he's paralyzed, he probably doesn't have any... Uh, um, Tracheal muscles, is that the right term? Say that again? Trache uh, I'm not sure. His, uh, I don't know if he swallows anymore. He might get all of his sustenance from, from IV drip now, right? I think so. No, okay. Well, anyway, um, the good folks doing the amazing research over at the Weiss, or is it WISS? W-Y-S-S. WISS Center in Geneva say it's the first instance of someone with no voluntary muscle movement being able to communicate. The ALS patient who consented to the brain implant back in 2018, we, he could still use eye movement to communicate, is now completely paralyzed. The chip allows him to signal yes or no to a series of letters and spell out commands at a rate of one character per minute. That means it took him more than 10 minutes to order a beer. <laughs> but we're thinking he said it was well worth the wait. Cheers to science. That's funny, man. That's... <laughs> <laughs> that whole time he was paralyzed, he was probably thinking, man, how could I get these guys to order me a beer? Right. 
I wonder if it took him 10 more minutes to say uh, uh, which what beer he wants. He's in Switzerland, so I figure it's some, you know, like Heineken or some, some big European brand. Good thinking. All right, man. Uh, you know what time it is? I think I do. Time for everyone's favorite segment on Cold Brew because it's my favorite segment. It's time for the Cold Brew List. As we As proceed, we proceed oh. to give you what give you need. All right, let me ask you this. Hmm. <clears throat> what? What's the theme of today's show? Theme of today's show, um, stone or celebrate or lawsuit? Well, I was going with stone. Okay. And with that said, I have a list of the top stoner movies. I want to get blunted, my brother. (laughs) Okay. I thought you were going to say like the top Rolling Stone songs. (laughs) All right, I like I could I dig it I dig oh. it let's let's get into it. All right, I'm just gonna start. I'm just gonna do top ten. Okay, yeah, perfect. Right, well, number ten is a movie I did not see. It's called Without a Paddle. Came out in 2004 with I, Seth Green and Matthew Lillard. I've seen it. It's it's bad, dude. It's not. It's just bad. I, I didn't like. Yeah. <laughs> there were some some funny parts. It, it is a stoner comedy, but it's just it's not good. That's why you didn't see it. Okay. So I'm not missing anything. No, not at all. I don't think so. Anyway, I will agree with you. Okay, just on that. <laughs> the fact that I, the fact that I've never heard anything good about it. Uh, yeah, exactly. I don't. It's not like you know my uh, <laughs> my. <laughs> My movie imposed the end all be all. Just yeah, I never really heard anything. <laughs> and you know some stoners, so they would have told you this is a great movie to see. Not that you're a stoner, but you know you would have heard at some point. Yeah. You know, check this movie out. You might like it. Word. Mm-hmm. Next. All right, number nine. Super Troop. Oh, the, what a great movie! <laughs> so, yeah, it's a great movie. <laughs> you know. As great as it is, like to me, it's not like stoner movie, should I say? Right. However, it's not. It hits so many genres just to label it as a stoner movie doesn't work. Right, yeah. Yeah, because you can yeah. call it a stoner movie, you can call it a drinking movie, you can call it a slapstick comedy, or even a partner movie. Yeah, like a cop movie. Yeah, a cop movie. Buddy, buddy, buddy movie, I wish. Buddy cops or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Even like, or a guy's flip or a guy's movie, you know. Yeah. Yeah, uh, college humor. Yeah. Alright. Next. Number eight this is a great movie. Regardless of the stoner status. Mm. The big Lebas. Oh yeah, man. Hell yeah. That is a great Cohen Brothers, man. Cohen Brothers movie. Yeah. Although again too, just uh you know, just enough drug use. To, you, you know, obviously, the guy was a stoner. Just uh, right. drug use was was kind of. Uh, I don't know. It's like I won't say. I say glossed over, or it wasn't the, the driving point of the movie. Yeah, and it was just, just his kind of his thing. He excuse me, his like his thing is he did. He didn't like share it with anyone. He just smoked a joint every once in a while. Yeah. All right. So here's one that I like, and I know you do. So, uh, <laughs> Grandma's boy. Oh man, so funny, so great. Even if it wasn't a stoner movie, man, that ah, uh, some of those, some of the best scenes were, or the funniest scenes, the one that made me laugh the most, they didn't even have anything to do with weed in the first place. Like uh, JP, all of his lines are so great. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, uh, the like the how does he see me when he tries to fucking blend into the wall, <laughs> like he's cloaked or something? <laughs> oh, so great! All right, um, number six, mm-hmm. dazed and confused. Oh yeah, there, well there's yeah, there's drug use in it, but uh, it's a uh, kind of like the Big Lebowski. It wasn't like a device in the movie. I think it was more like something that people did because it was. A period piece. 
What in that line? You got any weed? <laughs> I don't remember if that. You like cool if you did. Oh, I thought it was. If you, do you have a lighter? I don't know. I'm pretty sure it was weed. Oh, so is the lighter than uh, the what do you call it? The the edited version I saw on TV. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And then the one guy, he was like so super stoner, the guy the with the guy long hair. Stone. Yeah. Okay. So if the guy did have weed, then it would be a ton. Right. All right, here we go. Number five. Great, great stoner movie. Half-Baked. Half-Baked. It would, it's a, a, one of the newer stoner movies. Like, because, you know, a lot of stoner movies came out like in the 70s. And eh, well, actually, the ones you're naming are, aren't that old. But uh, I did. Yeah, say, Days and Confused was '93. This one was '98. Uh, so, you know what? Uh, I take that back because I think '98 is when I started smoking weed. Like that—that's when I. So when that movie came out, it kind of like it called to me and, and my stoner friends like immediately. I get you. So great. All right, let's go. What's next, Cuban B? Yes, Cuban B. <laughs> <laughs> Number four. Harold and Kumar go to White Oh yeah, that is definitely a stoner movie, man. <laughs> like, it's a movie about them going to get fast food. <laughs> it's a lot more than that, but yeah, the premise. Right. Yeah, great, great movie. Yeah, I mean, there was that uh, one scene where uh, Kumar was marrying a bag of weed. Remember? <laughs> oh, is that the first one? I thought that might have been the second one. No, that was the first one. <laughs> It's so stupid. Okay. <laughs> He's all yeah. doing taxes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're having sex. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're having sex, right. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> the taxes and their abusive relationships and all that. <laughs> Yeah, and then he's like, I'm sorry. He's all crying. He's sorry. He smacked a bag of weed. <laughs> so stupid. Uh I, we should be laughing at domestic violence though. But it's a bag of weed. All right, all right go ahead. Number three, I like this movie. I kind of question the ranking though. Pineapple Express. Yeah, there's a lot of fucking weed in there though, man. But it it is, it def- is yeah. yeah, it is definitely a, a dark comedy though. Right. Super dark. I mean, I love Danny McBride in that movie. He is. He doesn't get his his ear blown off. Fuck, it's been a while. Okay, I don't remember that. But <laughs> I just remember him in the neck roll. Yeah. Oh yeah, because they beat the shit out of him in his own house, remember? Yeah. Or his apartment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was good. Rosie Perez was a uh, was a a shock to me, a surprise, I should say, and she was great in it. Oh yeah. But uh, Craig Robinson good was good. Yeah. Oh yeah, good movie. But oh, it was, yeah. you know what? Let me. Uh, the the whole what's his name? Uh, Seth Rogen, um, dating an eighteen year old high school student. That was fucking weird. They they could have done something different yeah. than that. Word. All right. What's next? This killed my whole vibe right now. I just <laughs> sorry. It's Seth Rogen's fault. Yeah. Um, number two. Great movie. Talking about Friday. Hey, I know you don't smoke weed. I know this, but I'm gonna get you high today. Cause it's Friday, you ain't got no job, and you ain't got shit to do. Oh shit! Hey, you ain't got no job, you ain't got shit to do. Said you smoking st- my shit? <laughs> Said I was stealing boxes. Said they had me on tape. Trying to, trying to build a club, huh? <laughs> so fucking great, dude. The whole thing, he's ill. Miss um, Parker, Mister Parker. <laughs> that whole thing. What's, oh, yeah. the, what's the name much. of the What's the name of the guy who didn't want anyone uh, talking? Uh, or um, no, Mr. Parker was the 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 midget or the excuse me, the little person. The uh, um, Bernie Mac was the uh, right, but Ber- Ber- Bernie Mac was the Reverend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. who's who's uh, messing around with Miss Parker? But what's the name of the guy uh, who didn't want anyone to step on their lawn? Oh, Stanley. Stanley, that's it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, what a what a great movie, dude! All right, number one that leads us oh. leads leaves us with number one. 
Number one, of course, everyone would know it'd be the incomparable Cheech and Chong. Thank you. Uh, Smith. Hey, you want to get high, man? Does how they do they got wooden balls, man? I got a joint here, man. I've been saving for a special occasion. Play on fire, Hey, I hope the drums don't mess up your upholstery, man. Nah, I'm in a band too, man. Oh, are you? Yeah, I'm a lead singer, man. Ah, oh, that's it. Yeah, man. we play everything from like Santana to El Chicano, man. You know, like everything. Hey, I'm just a love machine. And I don't work for nobody but you. I'm just a love machine. And I don't work for nobody but you. Well, when my temperature rise, and then I go for her thighs. And then I say, welcome in my shoes. Guacamole in my shoes. Hijo de la chinga. Is that a joint, man? <laughs> God damn, it looks like a, a quarter pounder, man. <laughs> Let's blow. Hey, be careful with that shit, man. Uh, is it heavy stuff, man? <laughs> Will it blow me away? <laughs> put your seatbelt on, man. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. I've been smoking since I was born, man. I could smoke anything, man. You know, like I smoked that Michoacan, man, Acapulco Gold, man. I even smoked that tight stick, you know? Tight stick? Yeah, you know, that stuff is tied to a stick, you know? Oh, yeah, tight stick. Yeah, that didn't even do nothing to me, man. I could probably smoke this whole joint, man, and still walk away, man. Wouldn't be no problem at all, man. Talk, talk it up, man. Do nothing to Kind of grabs you by the boo boo, don't it? Hey, man. What? What? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> what was in this shit, man? Mostly Maui Wowie, man. Yeah. But it's got some Labrador in it. What's Labrador? It's dog shit. What? Yeah, my dog ate my stash, man. Had it on the table and the little motherfucker ate it, man. Yeah? So I had to follow him around the little baggie for three days before I got it back. It really blew the dog's mind. You mean we're smoking dog shit, man? You're awesome. You died. I totally, eh, you know, you can make a case for uh, next movie, but Up in Smoke was just all about weed. That's why it's called Up in Smoke. Yeah. Exactly. So great. What was your, what's what's your favorite Cheech and Chong movie? Uh, I like the next movie. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's those, to me, those are the premier movies, those two. Right, yeah, those are the top two. Um, Yeah, I think, I think the next I mean, movie not- was, is, is my... I, I like it better than Up in Smoke. Yeah, like, um, uh, Night Dreams was, was definitely a Snowden movie. I thought that was a little bit over the top. Yeah. Corsican yeah. Brothers was pretty clever. Oh, yeah, with the, uh, the guy, the, the, they were twins and they could feel each other's pain. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what about Delirious? That's Do you remember that, was- that one? Oh, not not delirious. Uh, um, oh. What's the one where they were in in Amsterdam, still smoking? Yeah, still smoking. Uh, that, that was like a read. Yeah, the the reason I, I say delirious is because it was they they had a Prince song in there called Delirious during like the montage when they're going to the 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 cafe, the weed cafe. And so, yeah, uh, Prince never really lent out his songs too often, but he did for Cheech and Chong, though. And then there was uh, Things Are Tough All Over, where they did the double rolls. Oh, yeah, that was another good one. I like that, that one, too. One. That was fun. But that wasn't too stonery, though, because they didn't have any drugs. <laughs> Remember the whole intro was, I haven't done drugs in a week, and I feel great. You got any? <laughs> um, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it feels so good. I want to get high. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> that, that's what the one. Uh, <laughs> I'm really handsome, man. What is their peyote? <laughs> oh yeah, with the the <laughs> the baby green things and the mama green thing. Yeah, I have a mama green thing anyway. All right, man. What did so? Yeah, I mean that that's a great stoner movie list. I was waiting for Cheeks and Chong, but uh, you know, got to be number one. They have to be. And where's? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What about how how high? 
Oh, okay. Man, that's that's terrible. That's a great stoner movie, too. That's all about it. It's called How High, for Christ's sake. They had the fucking vice yeah. president smoking weed. Uh, Let me see. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Let's go back to Yeah, like some other stuff that did make this list. Um, let's see. Uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Eh, okay. Get him to the Greek. Eh. Super bad. Super bad was in a stoner movie. Nope. Our Idiot Brother. Oh, I never saw that one. I know uh, that's Paul Rudd. Actually, uh, super bad when they're when they're smoking in the room. And uh, yeah, you're Jimmy the singer, right? Are you Jimmy oh. brother the singer? No, but they're they're doing coke. That's right. Yeah, they're doing coke, and yeah. I I don't I don't remember them smoking weed or anyone smoking weed during that movie. They may have. Oh, you huh. didn't? No, didn't? Uh, weren't they smoking weed? Uh, wasn't McLovin smoking weed with the cops? I think so. I could be wrong, man. I have, it's been a while since I've seen that one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, how high should be up on that? Uh, it would be in there. That one's in my top ten. All right, man. Great Word. list. Um, how's your beard treating you? Good. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, of course you do. <laughs> it's arrogant bastard. You know, I went to go look for stone beers for this segment. You know, to to have on the show and. I went to two different places. I went to Safeway and I went to Walmart and I could not find Stone IPA. That's the one I wanted. I wanted Stone IPA. You know, the original, the OG, but neither of them had it. They were both out. And then when I went to, they didn't have any Stone at Safeway when I went and I was surprised. Maybe I shouldn't went to Target. I know I've seen it there before, but I went to Walmart because it was just on the way home. And they had this one, this uh, the Stone Hazy IPA. They had the Delicious, which I think is their gluten-reduced IPA. And then they also had their uh, Fear Movie Lions. That was a... I, I think that's an IPA. FML. Yeah, FML. Fuck my life. So those are the three that they had. So I was a little bit disappointed, but I never tried. I've, I've had the Delicious. I've had the, the FML. And so I was like, I'll try this because I haven't tried it yet. So the Stone Hazy IPA. So that's why I grabbed this one. They didn't even have the arrogant bad. I didn't even think arrogant bastard. I was just, I just wanted IPA, but we're going to rate our beers on untapped right now. So I'm pulling out my phone and going to untapped. So you had by stone. I mean, still opening. Here we go. Arrogant bastard. There it is, arrogant bastard. Yeah, they classify it as a strong ale on here on Untapped. What would you? Uh, Twenty-one of our friends have rated it. I'm not going to go through all of them, but I'll give you their average rating. What would you like to rate this beer at? You know what? As far as because uh, it's a strong ale, right? Right. I'm gonna give this one a four. Oh, very nice. What uh, notes would you like to leave on it? Um, bold flavors. Bold are bold, balanced, and just strong. Bold, <laughs> balanced. Oh no, flavor, flavor. Okay, bold, flavorful, and strong. No balance. Oh, you okay? You wanted to flavorful to replace strong. Yeah. All right. Bold, balanced. I can't even spell balance right. Came out bounced, <laughs> balanced, and flavorful. Save, check in. Let me get back to it so we could. So I could talk about uh, overall rating of three point seven one. That's like two hundred seventy-seven thousand ratings. Uh, Twenty-one of our friends have rated it for an average of three point nine five. So you're right there. With the likes of uh, Aztec 77 gave it a 3.5. Rachel Benkowski gave it a 4. Travis McGee gave it a 2.75. But then he followed up <laughs> with, with a... He gave it a 2.75 on June 18, 2021. But on March 29, 2021, he gave it a 3. And Patrick Murphy gave it a 5. He actually wrote something on here compared to the u.s beer to one of the german cans i still had the berlin brewed beer was a bit more intense and creamy oh yeah that's right because wasn't uh stone have a brewery in germany i want to say dusseldorf i could be wrong about that 
but I know they have a brewery in Germany. Um, it had a basement for over. Uh, oh, he had it in the basement for over a year though. So, so he did a little side by side with the U.S. Uh, and the German version. Anyway. Oh, he said Berlin here. So I guess uh, it was. They have one in Berlin. I guess I'm wrong. I don't know why I thought Dusseldorf. All right, so mine is the Stone Hazy IPA. I like this one. Like I said, it's not as as good as, say, the Might Haze, because that's my favorite mass-produced hazy IPA. So I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a 3.75. It's good, but not great. Let's see here. Go to Untapped, and oh, it's got an overall rating of 3.76. Three of our friends have rated it at 3.72. Christian M gave it a 3.25. Hefe gave it a 4.0. And John Dub C gave it a 3.9. Uh, nice, juicy, and citrusy, light, hazy. I'm going to go to back to the check-in. And 3.75. And I'm going to say uh, juicy, um, sweet, and light because it is a light mouthfeel beer all right uh, a couple things i wanted to talk about before we sign off um you kept pestering me <laughs> today or the last couple days because you know that my daughter loves olivia rodrigo and she has a new movie Ooh. my daughter loves olivia rodrigo yeah. oh i <laughs> see what you're doing <laughs> What'd you call him? Like, what'd you call her? Like, uh, Oliver Ramiga and you're, you're coming up with it. Any other name that starts with OR than Olivia Rodrigo. At first I'm like, is he fucking with me? Then I realized what you were doing. So I threw one back. Oscar Romero, I think I said. Um, so it's, so I, I, she didn't want to watch. She's like, yeah, I don't want to watch. But she always does that. Every every time something new comes up, she's like, I don't want to watch it. I don't want to watch it. And then she watches it, and it's her favorite thing. Um, so this movie is a documentary. Were you like, fine, I'll watch it without you? <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wanted to. Um, I'm, finally, I put it on, and she sat down. She watched it because she was singing along with it. It's kind of like a, it's a documentary on kind of like each of her songs in her last album sour um she doesn't go over every single song but she talks about how she came up with the different songs and um they even show her when they made up the song brutal her and her producer um in his small little like half a room studio that he had and you know she thought it'd be fun to drive from salt lake city to california for some reason and uh they, they stopped along the way and, and did some on the spot movie or music videos so it's kind of like a bunch of music videos with some storyline um in between each of them and so it was pretty good i i kind of liked it uh my daughter was bored she doesn't like documentaries too much um but when the songs came on she was paying attention and singing along and i thought it was good because there was it wasn't just the the album versions of the song it was like it was actually it was kind of like she was actually performing them it wasn't she wasn't just um lip syncing so that, i i appreciated that part and uh but yeah it was it was all right i mean if you like uh, her music uh it's only like an hour 17 minutes long so then it gives you a little bit in depth because i like that stuff i like the the behind the scenes like the the beatles get back on disney plus we got to see behind the scenes how they wrote a few of the songs and how they recorded them and stuff i thought it was interesting I know you're not a yeah, big like, Olivia Rodrigo fan, but you, do you appreciate that type of stuff? Um, yeah. Short answer, yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, granted, it'll probably be a while before I see that movie. Just, uh, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, but like you referenced Get Back, I think Get Back is phenomenal. It's because of uh, what the Beatles finally became. Because at the time yeah. of the recording, yeah, I mean, they were they were... They're musicians. They weren't icons yet. You know what I mean? Right. So, and uh, some of that stuff where, it, like, on the bottom where it says actual album recording, you're like, wow, this is how that went down. That's that's pretty cool. You know what I mean? That was, yeah. For some of the songs, I'm like, really? That they're like John sitting on the ground while they're recording this? And, you know, it's like, 
<laughs> they're not like in a traditional studio sense uh, that that I would think yeah. that people would record. Yeah, it's like just that right there made them, you know, wealthy beyond a lot of people's dreams. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. So yeah, um, but yeah, so I, I I enjoyed the movie. It's not for everybody, but I appreciated to to learn a little bit more about her and. Um, another movie that I saw on Disney, well, I, I started watching it, um, was West Side Story. The new movie that just came out last year, the one that's nominated for Best Picture. I saw it on there. I'm like, eh, I, I, I do like movies and I appreciate those that are nominated for Best Picture. So like I did in 2019, I saw all of them in 2019. This year, I did not see all of them. Some of them, it's really hard, like Coda. I can't see Coda because I don't have Apple Plus. Um, so I'll have to wait on, on that one, but, uh, the West Side Story, I, I, I couldn't get through the whole thing, man. Like I, I saw like the first two or three songs and I was done. I just couldn't, I, I just can't do it, man. Like when you're talking about gangs and they're dancing and, and singing and stuff, it just, it doesn't, I, yeah, I'm it remind out. you of the time in your gang. <laughs> Yeah, my gangs. There is a, like when they're not singing this stuff, they have they. There's actually really good dialogue and very tense racial um, uh, animosity, you know, between the sharks and the jets, which I appreciate. Even the detective that showed up and lectured both of them, there was still there was a lot of tension, which was really that part I loved. I'm like, ooh, this is good. Then they start singing and dancing, and I'm like. And don't get me wrong, I I do dig on some musicals, man. Uh, I know I I mean Grease is one of the one of the first ones that come to mind because I really love that movie. Um, and I can I can I can get down with the songs and the singing. And Hamilton was another really good one. I, I watched that one on Disney Plus. Fucking love that movie. And that, that that's all they do is fucking sing. So yeah, this one is just it's it's tough, man. It's a tough one. It's very done very well. Very good cinematography, very good art direction, costumes, all that stuff is phenomenal. They knocked it out of the park. The storyline I know is great. I know the storyline. Everyone knows the storyline. But the, man, the just, I just can't do it, man. I just, I just could not do it. Have you ever seen West Side Story? Like, not this movie, but like, you know, in years past, in a, a musical or the old movie? Yeah, I, I've never seen the old, the old movie. Like, okay. Uh, for for uh, high school literature. However, um, I was gonna ask you. I started watching. Have you ever seen The Heights? No, I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. Oh, okay, yeah, I didn't get to finish it. However, that's kind of a, a take on West Side Story, and it's by the the uh, Lynn Miranda guy. Oh, okay. All right. So the same guy did Hamilton, and Moana, and Encanto, and numerous other musicals. Yeah. No, I haven't seen so, that. Yeah, one. the fact that the fact that yes, I mean, and it, it, it it's a newer movie too. So the fact that that movie and West Side Story came out like I don't want to say back to back, but so close to each other. I'm kind of okay. Uh, talk about saturating the market, but hey, whatever works. Right? <laughs> I think uh, Steven Spielberg always wanted to do it, and he was just waiting for the right time. And this is the right time because he's getting up there in years, man. I think he's like seventy-two or something like that. I don't know how many more years he has left uh, where he wants to work and not just, you know, kick back and enjoy his, his final years. He can't sit back on his <laughs> Oh, man. What'd you think when, when you saw that old uh, West Side Story? Did you like it? Did you were like, eh, I just want to get through this so I can get through the class? Pretty much, yeah. I oh, mean, okay. I, I, it was easy, put it that way. It is. Yeah, I mean, I get the, the gang era and street tests in, in neighborhoods and stuff like that are, mm -hmm. are way different than, uh, than what really happens in uh, today's gang environment. So, right. Yeah, I, I, it, it was a total miss for me, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think of those those old-timey gangs, I guess. I am not. I forgot what, what era that I would say, like, what, 60s and 70s? Or maybe a little bit older yeah. the, the for the West Side Story, but the 50s maybe. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking like the Wanderers. That was a great movie. The The Outsiders. Oh, that's the, a great movie. The, there are other good movies about the those Warriors. Old, the Warriors. Yeah, 
that's uh, another really good gang movie those those are i like those better maybe and it's not just because they're not musicals but it just it's it's more about the dialogue and the and the acting than the singing and dancing right but anyway so i tried i tried and and no i i tried and i'm done <laughs> i didn't even get to maria see maria yet i know maria is like the um the focal point of the the movie she's like the 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 star right yeah i mean he he'd, he'd be like the the juliet if you will yeah there you go she'd be the so juliet that's, that's what we learned or that's what that's what they taught us is like it's kind of like a uh, at the time, a modern twist or uh, an updated twist of Romeo and Juliet. I mean, when you think about it, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. It really is. All right, man. Anything else you'd like to bring up on today's episode? Um, no. I mean, uh, I know we talked about sports and stuff. I haven't been following the uh, the NCAA tournament. So, with that said, uh, <laughs> I just know upsets and. Uh, Upsets and the Peacocks are, are doing their thing. They're probably going to be eliminated by the time the show drops. But hey, good for them. They yeah. made a run. No one saw That's Except right. Probably there. Who's at uh, St. Peter's, right? Number 15, beat yeah. number 3? Yeah. I, I saw the, the highlights. I didn't watch the game, though. I'll probably watch it like when... I'll, I'll watch, I'll, I might watch the National Championship. Maybe the Final Four. See some of those dudes in there. But I heard some of the top prospects are already knocked out. You know, for the oh, draft. Yeah, out of the big school. Yeah. Cool, man. All right. Thank you for downloading yet again another Cold Brew podcast. I am Greg. He is Sorcerer Chromatic. And we'd like to wish you cheers. Until next time.